This is Life School Podcast, episode number 132. And today, we're going to talk about how to get to healthy multiplication within your missional community. No, I'm not a writer. Okay. Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith in every area of life. This is the stuff that your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you about. I'm Heath Hollinsby, and I'm here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Thank you, Heath. Good to be with you again, as always. Whenever you whenever you rip off that opening line there, yeah. you know, this is stuff your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you, I, I always hear like... Like a sound effect added right there. Boing. I don't know why. <laughs> we should put that in next. You know, it's kind of like they wish they had. Boing. You know, like I love cartoons. I always have. And so, like a slide whistle. Like, pew. yeah, we were recording the last episode. I was thinking like, man, I almost went boing right when you said it. Maybe in upcoming, I'll just sneak that in there and see it. if our listeners hear it and write in. I won't mention it the day we add the boing. There you go. But if they hear it, write in and say, I heard the boing. <laughs> hey, I, uh, I took what you said last week on episode 131. If you haven't heard it, really cool about how to stop sinning and the four G's and <laughs> how to stop sinning. It sounds so pedantic. Like, yeah. Can that's you it. I stopped. That? It's over. I'm never going to sin again. It's so cool. Thank and we're you. getting lots of downloads of people who are actually printing out the uh, free poster thing we, we sent out. People yeah, loving 4Gs, that. Yeah. So it's that been was great. a heavy episode. I know a lot of people are like, Hey, thanks a lot for that. <laughs> yeah. But the truth is that all led to freedom. And so I loved it. I love that. And man, oh man. So yeah, go back great. and listen to that. If you want to know how to stop sinning <laughs> or what's behind it, I mean, give yourself a break, give others a break. This, it's yeah. Big perspective ship. Today we're making a little bit of a switch and we're talking about how to bring intentionality and multiplication into everything that you do within your missional community. Yeah, Something. I mean, the healthy things grow, so that's where we want to go, Yep. right? But um, a lot of people that I've talked to, and you know, I travel around obviously coaching and training a lot all over the world, sure. um, a lot of people in faith communities never sort of, they never multiply them. You know, they mm-hmm. sort of become this sort of stagnant thing, or they slow down or whatever. And part of what's going on is people don't grow up and then sort of move out, Yeah. you know? And I, I kind of use this analogy of like, hey, raise your kids to move out. Yep. And you think about it, you know, it sounds kind of funny. But, and I had a post a few years ago on a blog about that, you know, raise your kids to move out. But that's exactly sort of the, the overarching analogy that I want to use today about when it comes to missional community life, incarnational community, whatever you're calling it, right? Yep. Um, you want to raise the kids to move out. And we're going to talk about what that looks like. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like, just like with your own kids, you wouldn't, Hey, you know, we raised our kids to be like 20 something years old and we still do all their laundry and pay all their bills and uh, yeah, they work, but they just keep all that money for them. You know, you'd yeah. never do that because you prepare your kids for get out of here. the day is like, probably you're going to have a household of your own, some yeah. form and fashion, probably maybe married with kids and all, but, but you're certainly going to grow up and, and uh, it's time to move out. You know, you know what I've been hearing a lot lately, even with the conversation uh, with some friends um, at launch a couple weeks ago here at the house is talking about how many small groups are, or, or the mentality of small groups and how so many of them are either closed groups or we don't like having new people in here because we all know each other's stories and we're close and we share yeah. things or even like, Hey, we're going to take the whole summer off and try to regroup or we're taking Christmas off cause it's busy. And you just mentioned like raise kids to move out and healthy things keep growing. So can you explain for a few minutes, like why, yeah. What are the concerns going on here? Creational level, healthy things grow and multiply. God sends us out, right? breathes his own breath of life into us and sends us out to be fruitful and multiply. Yep. Beautiful, those two words brought together. Fruitful. Oh, goodness, provides life. 
Yeah. Uh, fruit has seed in it, and it reproduces itself, right? And multiply. So that's that's God's creational order is that we'd be healthy, and yeah. we would multiply. And so when we look at the church, and we see it in decline, uh, it wouldn't be in decline if it was healthy. Hmm. Healthy things always grow. It's creational order. In fact, um, why our bodies science lesson <laughs> why our bodies die is uh we stop multiplying cells that reproduction of everything and all yeah. that it slows down at first as you start aging and then eventually Stops. certain things mm. don't they don't replenish and then that fails that organ fails or whatever it is right mm. and so creational order healthy things always grow and and there's there should be multiplication expected because yeah. that's how god's created things to be right yeah absolutely uh you were telling me earlier about how your son teaching him to mow the lawn and that sort of stuff. Like, uh... Yeah, well, there again, back to that major analogy, like raise your kids to grow out. When my son was a, was a kid, you know, he was a boy, he's raised now. Sure. <laughs> um, I taught him how to mow the lawn and use basic tools. And, you know, I told him that someday, son, you're going to be a man with a family of your own and you're going to need these skills. And I seeded into his heart and his mind an expectation that, would, that he would most likely be a father and lead his own family at some point point in the future mm. and it's the exact same thing with growth and leadership in our missional communities right we we need to expect growth and multiplication to happen while letting everyone know involved that that's normal and that's good and just like when our children leave home and become adults and start their own families there'll be a grieving process like yeah. man when my kids they're all grown and moved out I'm so stoked <laughs> that they're moving out and that they can and that they're healthy and they love God and people well and all that. But oh my gosh, your heart breaks, right? Yeah. So there's a natural grieving. But but a lot of people, and we were asking some folks this last week, hey, how, how's multiplication gone? Well, we haven't really multiplied our community out. Hmm, mm-hmm. How long has it been together? Quite a while. Do Does everybody in your missional community know that your goal would be to multiply this out and send them someday? Now, I think everybody was, feels pretty stoked that they finally found this community they've always been looking for, quote unquote, yep. even though we're sinners and jacked up too and all that. And that's often the case, even in throwing the net, like, hey, I want to start a missional community. Well, maybe a lot of our listeners to the show today are thinking, yeah, well, we're still trying to get to a missional community. Let me just say, seed the idea of multiplication and at that expectation in from the get-go. Yeah. Hey, we want to have a healthy community and we want to raise the kids to move out, so to speak. And so just know that everything we're going to be doing is going to be equipping you and others to go and do the same thing. Because what is a missional community? It's God's family on mission. So what does family do? It produces offspring. It produces kids. It raises them to And they have families and they have families. Exactly. And that's disciples making disciples. That's right. And as you said, man, that's right. Everything in God's creation has a seed of multiplication built into it. And one of the things, just a side note, if you keep saying that your your missional community is going to split and you're going to start new ones, Tina corrected that this last weekend in a beautiful way. I was like, yeah. no, it's not a divorce. It's like we're actually multiplying. Like, yeah. The family's not splitting. I'm not a math expert, but division isn't the same as multiplication. Yeah. So if you if you keep saying you can't wait till your small group or your missional community splits and grows into two more, stop using that word. <laughs> and chances are if it's just a split because it's a numerical hassle or something, yeah. it, it wasn't a multiplication, meaning it didn't take all the DNA with it. It, it was ready to go because yep. it had all been built in and trained and reproduced, right? Yeah, so <laughs> unpack a little bit this this multiplication that we see in the story of the Bible. There's an arc running there. Would you talk about that for a few minutes? Yeah, well, like I said, right at the beginning, um, God blessed Adam and Eve and then sent them to be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth with what? 
himself, yeah. his glory. glory. Yeah. yeah. What's the goal of a missional community or, or the church? Let's just go up meta. Fill the <laughs> earth with what God is like. Yeah, exactly. That's why. It's not to throw killer services and, you know, all that kind of stuff or be nice or, you know, alleviate this or that. It's like, no, it's ultimately to be fruitful, multiply his glory, his image. Now, here's another example. Uh, after the flood, as God restarted all of humanity through Noah and his family, what what's it say right after you come off the, the boat and he's sacrificing to God? God says, now be fruitful and multiply and increase the number of people exponentially all over the earth again. Hmm. Okay. Um, when God changed Jacob's name to Israel and confirmed his calling, reaffirming his covenant to Abraham and his people, God said, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. Yeah. Right. And uh, I'll, I'll just say, and that just leads right up to this amazing correlation between Jesus' command to go and make disciples. That's the same thing as God's command, be fruitful and multiply. And yeah. I, here's another cool little dime drop, right? Is in the beginning, God creates the first human from the dust of the ground using his own hands, and he breathed his breath into them, giving them life. That word breath, ruach, in, ruach I'm not, not Mr. Hebrew pronunciation here, <laughs> um, means spirit, right? Sure. Breath, life, it's the same like root there. So guess what? When Jesus sends out the disciples to go and make disciples, who make disciples, he says, now go do that. And he says, as I've been sent, so I send you. Receive the spirit and he breathed on them. Same word. Huh. So it's a whole restarting of it. So it's really plan A is that God was going to fill the earth with himself yep. and he's going to do it through his people. And that's why we have to expect that. God, God won't be fooled. So if we're not multiplying, uh, there's reasons behind it. Yeah. There's non-health. We didn't expect it. Um, we didn't even build it to multiply. We thought we were just going to create this cool Christian culture, subculture for ourselves, where we all kind of hung out and loved each other and and just beat the pants off each other in our fantasy football things or, you know, or whatever there yeah. is. But I'm, what I want, so first point here is like seed this idea of multiplication into everything and let the people know our goal is health and vibrancy and healthy things will grow. And we're going to send you off to have a family of your own yeah. on God's mission. Man, I feel like if I was Jesus's script writer, I would have just put in a witty, like I would have changed it, go make disciples and to be fruitful and multiply disciples, tying it back to the original. Yeah, like, be fruitful and multiply disciples. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I think we interpret it like uh, be busy and get people to come to a building. <laughs> and you go like, Sign no. up for a nine week program or yeah. something. Yeah. Like, no, go make disciples. Like get out of here. Go it's, make... it's really, it's just that's that same creational order finding its arc yeah. right, throughout people. Yeah. Yeah. So the correlation between Jesus' command to go and make disciples and God's command to be fruitful and multiply is actually amazing. It's bridged, you know, Jesus doing what his father said and exactly. continuing on the story. It's, it's all part of that creational order again. And so, yeah. So, so when it comes to discipleship, uh, there has to be an intentionality because multiplication doesn't just happen accidentally. Um, how should we structure things? Like if you were giving me tips on how to structure a multiplication or a missional community that's a setup for multiplication in the long run. What tips would you coach me in as far as how to how to structure things? Well, it's part of why we're going through launch, right? For the next you know, yeah. 18 months. There's a lot of stuff, but let me let me break it down into a few things. Um, there again, I've already said um, plan for it, expect it, seed that idea in yep. everybody's mind so that they know, hey, there's a day coming. Mom and dad are gonna send us out. Yeah. Have families of our own. But to to get to that, um, I want to say that the life of your community, you need to keep it intentionally simple. Okay. Keep it intentionally simple. That doesn't mean like a weekly meeting. I'm not saying that. A family on mission does all kinds of stuff together. But it shouldn't be real expensive. It shouldn't be um, super elaborate where it's like, oh, man, only people with 
her skills or only people with his skills could ever lead a mission community like this. Hmm. And see what happens is if you don't keep it simple and it feels real complicated and you're like the guy behind the curtain on Wizard of Oz just pulling levers and making noise and people don't know how you're doing what you're doing, then they're going to fear that. Hmm. And so when you talk about, hey, I, I really see you as leaders and I want to I want to lean in further into multiplication with you. And they're thinking, oh, this is way complicated. I don't have time. I don't know what I'm doing. It's just like a mystery. What you, how nebulous, you, yeah. Yeah, right. So keep things intentionally simple. Hmm. You know, so, you know, like think about the meals you, you that you have together. Yeah. You know, is it a freaking big deal? Is it an elaborate, crazy thing? And you don't want junk either. Your daughter, sons of the king. You know, have a blast, right? Be generous with people. But keep it simple. Hmm. It shouldn't be this like, God, I hate when the community's over because it takes me four days to clean up. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's keep a good point. Keep it simple. When you're out serving together, keep it simple. It shouldn't, it shouldn't require, unless God's called you to some amazing program, it shouldn't require, you know, 16 weeks of organization and, you know, yeah. set up and all that right uh this is a rhythm of life and that we live in it's a lifestyle of discipleship and mission and so keep things intentionally simple that's great and i'd add to that um really lift the veil on what you're doing and why with everything yeah like for people to to learn what you're doing and be able to reproduce what you're doing think about it with your own kids right yeah. you you don't hide it like like i'm gonna go a real simple analogy everybody teaches their kids to tie their shoes why? Well, because they're going to have to learn. They're going to have to tie their shoes their whole life. Sure. Do you teach your kids to tie sh- their shoes by like tell them to turn their head, putting their shoe on for them, and then tying it in this elaborate bow? Really, this is a tricky little thing. Mm. <laughs> you know? Or do you like over and over and over help, help them figure out how to like pull up your sock, pull your shoe on this way, you know, grab the tongue, your your foot's on, you know, yep. and then here's how we make the two bunny ears. Or if you do it the other way, you know, pull the loop, <laughs> whatever you do, right? Sure. And how many times does it take showing a kid usually to do that? A ton. A ton. A zillion, yeah, a right? Ton. But like, so of course you have to. But I'll tell you what, so often in community life, in missional community life, we kind of love to act like, maybe not even intentionally, I don't want to put anything on anybody's heart, but we act like Yoda Jesus. Uh. Man, that Heath guy, he just, he rocks this stuff. The questions he asks and yeah, you, know, you come over and the house is beautiful and he's always yeah. got like all this stuff for us to learn. And then, you know, he went out and served and he had it all set up and like trucks full of gear and stuff. And, you know, and then like we all had, we all got to go home and he's like, I'll take care of all this. And it's like, you're kind of like Yoda. I don't know how you do it. You're so good. And like you're Yoda Jesus. You're not like, making disciples though. Yeah, yeah. Don't, you know, keep it simple and always lift the veil. Like let everybody see what exactly you're doing. Think about Jesus comes King of Kings, Lord of Lords, created the universe. Yep. The word. <laughs> he is the word. Without him, nothing existed, ever existed, or will exist. He comes to earth, human, puts on the robe, yep. scratchy beard, sandals, and every single thing he did, he did out in the open, and he explained it, and he showed them, and they did it for years together. Yeah. Okay? Intentionally simple. By the way, think about how simple what Jesus did with his disciples was. Yep. No buildings needed, no giant sums of money required, no, like, holy cow, stage and lighting. You know, like, just... Like life. Yeah. And he lifted the veil a lot too. Like you said, he'd do it. He'd do a miracle and he'd get away with a couple of the guys and go, Hey, here's what you just saw. Here's, here's what you why. saw. Why? And here's this. this and this. you've done that with me too in my discipleship, even leading like we do this cigars and theology thing. And as I've started to lead some of these, you're really helpful at going like, Hey, so why don't you create the questions and I'll create them? And you go, Okay, but why don't we start with question one? And why don't you, you know, what I try to do here is I try to ask this question because I want this response. And then I'm able to, you don't tell me these are the questions you're going to ask, but you kind of work through that. Or, Hey, when you're having a missional community, like I'm raising you to move out and start you a are. cigar and theology of your own. Well, <laughs> <laughs> then you're, and you know, when, when we have missional community, it's like, hey, let's turn on our porch light and open our windows and leave the door open. Why? Because it shows people we want them in our house. It's not closed up and lights. Yeah. So, just even little things like that yeah. that 
that you're building those seeds of multiplication yeah. into it. Yeah. So, uh, so intentionally simple. Okay. Um, reproducible. Okay. There's, it has to be reproducible, meaning, um, well, that's unique. No one else could do that except this couple. Yeah. Uh, here's, here's reproducible. Like if you do something that requires, uh, a hot tub, a giant yard, you know, all kinds of crazy gear and a certain type of house. Well, unless everybody has that not happening, right? I, I, I love the fact that like when we first moved to Tacoma and we were starting up mission communities, our first mission community took place in a little dinky. It was really like almost what do they call apartments that aren't apartments. They're just one room. Studios. Studio. It was really almost a studio, but it did have a bedroom, but it was like a studio. And yeah, you sure. went in the bedroom Tiny. and like literally open the door and you just bang your knee into the edge of the bed. You know, it's like that, right? <laughs> yeah. And the kitchen is like the size of the counter. Yeah, it's like a motorhome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, 17, 18, 20, 25 people jammed in there week after every event and games and movie night. And I mean, we just did it all in there. And so there, no one could ever say like, well, and you know, like now where we're doing launch here and we're doing training with a lot of people. Sure. Yeah, our house is larger than we used to have, right? But it doesn't require that. And sure. so make sure everything you do is reproducible. So there again, if you're out doing a serving project, like, holy cow, where did you get the two forklifts and, uh, you know, the front end loader? Yeah. Like, well, it's so much quicker with this. And I borrowed them from a guy that I know. It's like, well, well great. But like, there's a park in my neighborhood. <laughs> Could I loan those? Nah, this is one time, you know. So make make what you do simple and uh, intentionally simple and make it reproducible. So think about even the simplicity of um, like the meals that, that you have together as a family. Hmm. My wife's a chef, right? Tina can An rock. An amazing the, chef. She can rock the food. Yeah. She does these eight course with pairings meals for eight people that's mind-blowing she usually does them as fundraisers but sometimes we just do them in community and we yeah. usually bring you know our people a piece in and they like literally we have people weeping at the end but we're careful because if, if we're trying to train them like this is what life in the kingdom looks like well that's a blessing that's like babette's feast you know <laughs> but but if that was like every missional community pe- people would go like oh, there's no way i'm gonna have people over my home i yeah. can never pull it off eight courses paired i can't afford it a Sure. You know, and I don't even have enough dishes, you know, blah, blah, blah. But when we're doing community, think about like our Oikos family nights, uh, cigar and theology. What does Tina always have on the stove? And she's not even around. Dinner. (laughs) It's like a soup. Yeah. Yeah. Soup Soup and some bread. Bowl of chili. There's, yeah. Big pot of spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah. It's nothing. It's the simplest of things. And that's very intentional. Yeah. It's very intentional. So uh, make it reproducible. Anything you do, your teaching, your hang time, what you do with the kids in the community, all that. And then make it scalable. Okay. Scalable is that it can reproduce. Yeah, I learned that from Shark Tank recently. Like, you know, you just, yeah, <laughs> healthy you? things grow, right? Like, how do you do this? Cigars yeah. and theology, we can do that anywhere. We can have other people learning how to do it. Yeah, so yeah. Is, is, some, there's, there's some ways something can be scalable. Um, this is the worst kind of scalable. Well, let's just jam more people in here, and you keep leading it. But if, if the other two follow suit, like it's simple, and it is actually reproducible, how do you scale? Well, now you're doing cigar and theology Cross the bridge. I'm doing it here. A couple other guys are doing it. And yeah. now lots of people are being blessed. Now, can we get everybody together once in a while and do like the, you know, the super smoke out or yeah. whatever and like really go for something? Yeah, we get to. Or we, hey, we decided all the guys in all of our different cigar theologies, we're all going to be camping and we're going to have a huge, we got this one topic we really want to get after. Yeah. Um, I can remember years ago, um, and we still do these things, but I can remember years ago when we're doing, we call Breakfast Club, where we're mm-hmm. doing a weekend, Saturday or Sunday morning brunch. It's open house brunch. It's like anytime between 10 and like one, just stop on in and you're inviting all your people to peace and lost friends and even, even believers and all. Sure. And, uh, Tina would do it very simple. 
It'd be like, so you know what's on the menu from like 10 to 1? She just made up a huge thing of the cheapest pancake batter. Yep. And we stuck a whole bunch of bacon in on a pan in the in the oven because that's the simplest way to do it. Bake it. And then like, and be said, well, what can we bring? It's like, yeah, bring orange juice if you want to bring a fruit salad. That's it. It's super simple. Huh. Maybe a person said, hey, can I get an egg? Sure. You know, sure. but it wasn't like, oh my God, look at the spread. spread yeah. And every week it might do it differently. But, but then here's, here's the scalable part. People loved it so much. I remember one weekend, there was 17 different breakfast clubs going on around Tacoma. No way. Yeah. That's so cool. 17. I mean, we did a lot of them, but I remember that was like the height one week. We had 17 going on in different houses, different neighborhoods all over, and they were all doing it super duper simple. Yeah. And that's scalable. Well, and then you think at 10 or 15 to each one, I mean, this is the gospel going out to hundreds of people. It's (laughs) it's a beautiful thing. But see, that that took some some intentionality to keep it simple and reproducible so that it could scale. Yeah. Doesn't require a certain house, not a certain skill, not a certain anything. It's, it, it is scalable. Um, the way we learn is scalable. The yeah. way we teach, the way we correct, the way we are with our kids, it's all scalable. So yeah, there you go. So intentionally simple, reproducible, scalable are... And that's after, remember, expecting it, letting everybody know, hey, our goal is to raise the kids to move out. Yeah. Like we're going we're, we're, we're gonna to do everything very intentionally, just like we had that talk with Launch. I yep. said, listen, everything we do this weekend during the training, very intentional. Yeah. Look how simple it all was though, right? Yep. Did I have any projectors going or like crazy sounds? Nothing. Yeah. Like nothing. So yeah. like that was the point. And I told everybody, listen, pay attention. The way Tina sets up a buffet, the way we talk about certain things, the way we take breaks, the fact that we're moving around to different spaces to open up our head and we're inside, we're out, we're up, we're down, all that. Everything was intentional. And what did I say? Why? Because you're going to reproduce all of this in your context when you get home. And we didn't yeah. do anything that, that people couldn't reproduce Monday when they got home. Yep. Absolutely. Right. And we were talking today, you were saying, man, a lot of that stuff's already changing the way I'm looking at things. Yeah. And like the pressure's off. <laughs> yeah, it's already yeah. taken root. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's jump to uh, the big three um, for this upcoming week because... Big uh, three. The big three, yeah. The three takeaways we want people to leave with, something they can just jot down or pull over right now and write down if they want to. But if not, we're going to give it to you for free by going to the website. All you have to do to get this free download of the big three is by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 132. Again, that's 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 132. Caesar, what would be the big three takeaways for this week? All right. Uh, big three. Expect growth to happen while letting everyone know that it's normal and good. Mm. Talk about it early on. Multiplication's a natural uh, you know, thing, and it's part of the goal to accomplishing God's mission, yeah. which is to fill the world with Him, His glory. Okay, so expect growth to happen. A lot of people just think, oh, it'd be the most amazing thing if it ever did. I'm like, oh, that's your God. That's yeah. that's how we built the world. It will. Help well, I think you. what you said even at the beginning is like, you know, understand there's grief though there as well. Like when so you that's actually, the second thing. Yeah. Embrace the grief that accompanies sending your friends and your family out on mission. You know, mourn change. That's what mm. true grief is like, mourning of change. And so mourn change of growth and don't make things like a divorce where the kids feel horrible having to choose which parent they're going to now go and live with. Yeah. But as the community decide, what are our gift mix? And what's it going to be like when we're not doing everything together because the you know some of the family moved out and multiplied and they're having their own oikos, their own family mission? Sure. And how will we still get together? You know, my kids are raised. They're having families of their own. So we have to plan out, well, uh, good luck. That was a killer 20-something years, and now I'll never see you. No, no, we're still a family. We're still a family. Still do stuff, yeah. And so we, but we had to embrace that grief, and we had to in- embrace the change that they won't do things exactly the same as us. Hmm. And for a while, they might push on it, and it'll feel like, oh, 
like what we sucked or no, yeah. no, they're growing up. They're doing their own thing and they'll eventually come back around and go like, so how did you do that again? You know, great. That's so good. It's normal, right? See, notice how everything's just kind of like a family. Yeah. Right? Third of the big three. Remember, small is big and slow is fast. I heard a book called that once. Yeah, that'd be super cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wink. Um, so keep things intentionally simple. New leaders and disciples can reproduce and communicate small bits of natural community life in the gospel if you break it down and keep it simple. So help them to reproduce more and more of life and rhythm in the community over time and in the kingdom over time. Okay. And part of how you do this is you make room for them to lead and also pass on what they're learning with others who are newer to the community. So part of how do you part of how you uh, keep things small, but you know, moving fast actually yeah. is, Hey, uh, I've been doing this for a while and now I'm going to ask you to do this for a while. Like you were using the example with cigar theology yep. and I'm going to watch that. So it's not all on me, but I'm watching you help newer people kind of get assimilated into the family and all that. Right. So you're making room for others to lead, um, as, as they start to spread their wings a little bit and try it out. So be sure to give them constant feedback and encouragement on how they're doing and how they can improve. Yeah, and saying, cool. hey, you know, so next time you're going to do this, and I'm not saying a word, you're going to just, man, or like I remember we had people who wanted to learn how, Tina, gosh, you're such a crazy host. It's amazing. It seems so effortless with you. Um, well, great. Tell you what, why don't you host next week, but at our house. Yep. And uh, Tina will just watch and hang and she'll give you some feedback and she'll be there for anything you need because she's a servant. But you'll you'll handle it all. You'll like, what are we eating? Who's bringing what? Well, you, you manage all that. Yep. And now that's not all we do, but that's always a good example because the meal time. <laughs> yeah. And when you give people ownership, man, they latch onto that. Exactly. Thanks for those. Those are the big three for this week. Again, you can get those by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 132. Again, that's 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 132. Uh, and I'm bummed that this week's over so fast, but next week we're actually talking about uh, the seven pillars of culture. So what it looks like, yeah. how easily it is how to change families and cities out. and yeah. amazing stuff. Right. And by the way, I, folks, you're listening to this episode today, any episode really, sure. please go over to Facebook, right? Yep. Search us up, join the group there, look for Life School on Facebook. And I want to hear your thoughts on this this week. Like, how's multiplication going for you? And what did you glean from this week that you go like, that is going to help us move towards multiplication yeah. or some things that you've done that you go like, this was key and really crucial to our multiplication. Would you pass that stuff on so we can get wiser, smarter, faster together? Yeah. And the way again to go there is, is by going to Facebook in the search bar and you type in life school podcast, there's so a that, group there. We'll yeah. approve you. And that's a great place to share ideas and questions. And other people are going, Hey, we tried this here. One guy uh, asked the other week, like any ideas on how to write a resume in light of who we are as the family of God rather than just business policies. And so it's like, hey, I had some ideas on this. That's a cool discussion. Yeah, yeah really cool. So so that stuff's happening and that's how you get there. And then again, um, what's super helpful for us for blessing us and helping us get the podcast out to a lot more people every week is by uh, heading over to iTunes and subscribing to the podcast, rating the show, and then writing up just a short review, letting us know, hey, what are you digging? Uh, how it's been helpful Good to hear you. from you. Love we, it. We love it, yeah. And we hope you join us next week on Life School Podcast, a big episode as we give you seven simple steps to starting a missional community from scratch. Yep. A lot of listeners are like, this, all this missional stuff sounds great every week. And, oh, but man, I don't even know, right? I got a small group or we I tried start? and it sucked and all that. So we're going to give you, I guarantee, seven simple reproducible steps for starting a missional community from scratch. Won't want to miss it. Yeah. So that's next week. We hope you join us for that. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, you can visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast. Podcast. <laughs>